Hello and welcome to Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 1, Episode 16, Every Time She Smiles. The original air date for this episode was February 19th, 1986. It was directed by Charles Correll, or Coral, I'm not 100% sure, and written by James Schmierer. All right, why don't we get into a brief description of uh, the episode? Uh, In this episode, MacGyver is in Bulgaria to retrieve uh, some microfilm, but while trying to leave the country, he bumps into an American tourist who plants some uh, jewels on him, which is unrelated to like a jewel theft. This is totally nothing like that. Uh, which causes him to be detained and forces him to make his own escape, which makes him a fugitive. Right. Um, and this is our uh, first appearance of Penny Parker. Yeah, Terry Hatcher. Week, who will appear in five more episodes mm-hmm. after this. I thought she'd be in more. I really, I really did. Because like, I'm so familiar with the character of Penny sure. Parker. It just well, it's like, like everywhere. It's like for uh, episode seven with, uh, with Michael McGuire in Last Stand, it, when I was reading that he was only in three episodes of Cheers, and it's like, you know, he seemed... Uh, Sumner Sloan seems like such an important part of that mm-hmm. series. And when I was pulling up his MVP, I was like, this can't be right. He's in so much of that show. And it's like, yeah. nope, he's in like one episode of the first season and one episode of the fifth season or something like that. So it was just weird that they're so spaced out. But yeah, so uh, so we start out, um, what country are they supposed to be in here? Uh, they're supposed to be in Bulgaria. Right. But this is uh, this is Griffith Park that he's walking yeah, around. Right? Yeah, it's the Griffith Park of Bulgaria. Yeah, as Bulgaria. Um, and he's... Uh, Sort of making a commentary about the first time he ever rode on a carousel, mm-hmm. and this the Griffith Park carousel. Um, and but then it, it's also important to note that he his hand is in a cast, right? Um, which I guess we we learned was a result of uh, an accident. This is Richard Dean Anderson was actually wearing a cast. It's not just the character of MacGyver, although they did sort of ride around it. But um, he was injured, I guess, in a, a charity skiing event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he broke his arm, and he actually has the cast in, in three episodes. There's one scene in, in our previous episode, uh, The Enemy Within, right. uh, where uh, when he's talking with Toodles at the morgue, <laughs> and uh, and they're eating uh, the, uh, egg the egg rolls out of the dish in the, uh, next to a dead body. Um, you can see he's, he's got a jacket thrown over the cast, but you can, you can clearly see it as he's walking out of the room. Um, and then this episode, he has a cast, which he he blames on a skiing accident, right. which is actually what happened. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll see uh, the cast again uh, in the following episode, which I think in that case is blamed on a combination of having been shot through the arm and crashed Crash. a hang glider. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know if they're even implying that the hang glider crash caused the injury. I think it's just they, supposed to be yeah, the cast. I think it's just all the, the bullet wound. But yeah, so... Either way, it seems like everything was uh, was back together in time for episode eighteen to start shooting. So, mm. but these three uh, feature the cast very loosely. So, um, yeah. So he's in this park. He's meeting with um, a chess player to mm-hmm. pick up a microfilm. Yeah, the he he approaches him with the password, which is a, a I believe a, a chess move. Right. And then like uh, they talk about uh, this famous chess player, and that's basically the 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 clue that uh, this is the agent who is supposed to retrieve the microfilm from the character of Anton Breck, who is an underground resistance, because this is this is Cold War, Eastern Europe. Right. Uh, so getting out any kind of information is is still very difficult. Yeah. Anton Breck, who in this episode is played by Vladimir Skomorovsky, 
who uh, actually his second feature film was uh, 2010 A Space Odyssey, mm-hmm. which he appeared alongside Pete. Right, right. Uh, Dana Elkar was in that. And also uh, Elia Baskin, who is going to show up uh, later right. in this season. Famous character actor. Yeah. Baskin. He very often plays a cosmonaut, it turns out. <laughs> but uh, he's, he's a great guy. So. so MacGyver gives him the password, and the microfilm is hidden at the bottom of a chess piece, which kind of like... I don't know how he, how he actually releases it from the chess piece, but he just kind of places it on a postcard, and then all of a sudden it appears there. And my theory is that there's an imp- there's like a hollow tube inside of this chess mm-hmm. piece, and so he's holding, he's pinching down on where this the air would get in on the sides, mm-hmm. so that when he lifts it up, it's like a vacuum that sets the thing down, and all he has to do is let go of it okay. with his finger, and then it releases the microfilm. That's really elaborate. That's my theory. <laughs> MacGyver then places a stamp over the microfilm, which I think is really clever. Yeah. Like, you steal it up in there, and it just looks like a normal postcard. Uh, whether or not, like, the postal si- I would rely on the postal system of an Eastern European country to get it out of the country and to somewhere safe. Well, it kind of seemed like he was going to be hand-delivering it anyway. He's got it on himself when he's at the airport, right? Yeah, but I think, I, I don't know, I feel like the intention was to mail it. Oh, okay. But, I thought it was just kind of to mask it. Oh, uh, that got, could be too. Yeah. Although, it might be... I, I don't understand these rules because, like, obviously, we we grew up in kind of extremely late Cold War. Yeah, but yeah. There's obviously American tourism going in and out, despite like the tensions between the United States. It's not it's not totally blocked off. Yeah. It's just it's harder to go in and out. Yeah, it's not. And, this isn't a Cuba situation. This exactly. Is, yeah. Um, but I would find that any American coming there willingly would be suspicious. Yeah. I don't know. It, that's just that's just the paranoid in me. Uh, with the postcard in his hand, uh, he then heads over to the airport to leave. Uh, so yeah, I guess that guy does, does fit with your theory that he's going to take it with him. Uh, that yeah. It's just, it's just to, to keep it covered up and hidden. Sure. Uh, and while at the airport, he bumps into Penny Parker, played by Terry Hatcher, who just immediately just starts engaging him in conversation she's just excited to see an american she says right. they're, they're they're hard to come by in bulgaria yeah there's nothing but foreigners here she says yeah. they're all foreigners here and uh, she she is just going on and on macgyver's being very polite as he always is and uh, and she's talking about her being an actress and a model and at that moment that's when she sees uh Stepan, her ex-boyfriend coming in and clearly looking for her so she does a clever little move where she plants these jewels on MacGyver. We'll, we'll find out that they're jewels, but that's what she plants. She, like, yeah, we just see her dump something into his pocket while right. while they're kind of moving around. Mm-hmm. And she has kind of filled him in on their situation a little bit, that she's been dating this guy and that just to look at him was to die. Yeah. Um, but that, uh, that they've been having some tension lately and that it's sort of semi-broken off. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he shows up with uh, some other military personnel right. at the airport. And he wants the jewelry back. He, he says it's his mother's jewels, and eh, he's got a legitimate case, like that. Hey, you know, I gave you this stuff because I thought you were going to stick around. But yeah, now it's like leaving. one of those situations where the guy wants the engagement ring back because the wedding got broken off. It's right, kind of right. like uh, he has a legitimate cause here for concern. Like he kind of deserves it back. Yeah, uh, but uh, she is unrelenting in, 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 in retrieving, and she doesn't have it on her clearly. But as MacGyver tries to make his way through airport security, he sets off the metal detector. Right. Which, obviously, Penny probably didn't anticipate him going 
making it so far through the line, maybe. Yeah, and she didn't expect him to already be there, because he's supposed to be holding her place, and she was in front of him. Yeah. So he's just going right through security. Yeah, bye, Penny. He's like, okay, um, yeah, I'll hold your place. Great, go talk to your boyfriend. I'll see you never. But also, uh, how is Penny planning to get through? Yeah, because she's got all the jewelry on her. Right. If they, if they stop people for having jewelry in their pockets. Well, they only stopped him because... Uh, Kai Wolf as Steppen and his security came up to the window and were like, wait a minute. And they they like work with the government. Right. But I feel like if they hadn't been at the airport that even MacGyver wouldn't have been in trouble for having jewelry on him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he would have gone, oh, I don't know where these came from. He would have just been like, oh, uh, put it in the tray. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They would have mysteriously disappeared. But she didn't give she didn't give MacGyver all the jewels. She gave him everything except for a ring. Right. Which she did have on her when Stepan confronts her. Right, although we, I'm not sure where it is. Yeah. Like, she definitely had it. Because somehow she ends up keeping it mm-hmm. throughout, like, being detained and being interrogated. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where she had it on her. It's not clear where the ring ended up. <laughs> uh, MacGyver and Penny are both taken into custody and then handcuffed together. This is, this is like, kind of like the twist. Right. Although, although, we'll find out later that this twist could have easily been undone... But if you were handcuffed to Terry Hatcher, you probably wouldn't. You probably wouldn't pick that lock right away. Either. Exactly. It's like <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna ham this up a little bit. Terry's all. Uh, you know, Richard, wouldn't it make more sense if you picked the lock now? No, 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 no. They're put in this uh, little interrogation room, and there you know, there's not much in there. There's like you know, coat rack, coat hanger, a chair, which is more than MacGyver needs. Yeah, it's it's also more than an interrogation room needs. Like, <laughs> who's hanging up their coat in an interrogation room? You don't want to get blood on you. It's like, oh, let me hang up this coat. And there's coat hangers there, specifically. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's already a coat rack, but we need coat hangers to hang on the coat rack. That's true. That's true. I I would tend to think that I would just hang it right on the rack. Yeah. Not actually have hangers as well. But what if you have, like, 20 people in there, in this tiny room? (laughs) It's a really cramped interrogation. Yeah. (laughs) Who's talking? I can't... But this is Bulgaria, and this is, like, an airport interrogation room. It's not a police station or anything. So it's kind of... A crappily built room. Mm, yeah, because they they start poking through the walls with the coat hanger. Yeah, as soon as soon as they're left alone, MacGyver's plan is to just punch a hole in the wall and get out. Right. Because he's more familiar with the construction habits of Bulgarian airport mm. manufacturers. Really, honestly, I think that would work in most places. I think it would too. Like I think people would probably hear it in in like modern buildings here. There but... also probably would have been a camera on them. Yeah, but uh, if yeah, I feel like drywall for the most part is pretty pregnable or it's, it's 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 not even drywall it's plaster it's plaster over cheap wood yeah and chicken wire and chicken wire which is the 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 trick of this all is that they can't get through the chicken wire which i feel like if he'd have just kept jamming it with the coat rack yeah. he probably could have gotten through the chicken wire too yeah like i think you could have put some torque like just start rotating it around to start ripping yeah, through yeah. it but his other plan because it turns out that the room on the other adjacent to the interrogation room it's is the, the conveyor belt for the luggage right so he comes up with this plan where he takes two coat hangers and kind of like, kind of like, I don't know how you... He, he chain links them, Yeah, basically. he links them together like in a figure eight kind of... Yeah. Really, it's it's really like a good good maneuver. And he ties one end around the chair in the interrogation room, this you know, kind of hardy wooden chair. And then through the hole that he's punched, he links onto the, one of the seams of the conveyor belt. And then, in just like an explosion, this yeah. chair just gets sucked through the wall. Yeah, um, it just it splinters like the wall pieces and everything, and just gets sent away down. And like, oh, what I like is that no one notices like this chair coming out of the conveyor belt. 
later oh, on. Oh, that's true. I didn't like, even think about that. You see them come through, but nobody notices the chair and all the wall debris. Yeah, that would have been like the first thing that came yeah. that comes through. Um, and then so they, they quit climb into the hole and ride the conveyor belt. And uh, Penny makes this remark about... It's just like the ride at Disneyland. She's only been on one ride. The, and that's the one. Maybe her dad's just been taking her to the Griffith Park carousel and telling her it's Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the second carousel that they ride on in this episode. Oh yeah. Or I guess oh, okay. the, this is the first of two. Technically, the first of two carousels. Because we haven't ridden the Griffith Park one yet, but we will. Um, but also, I feel like in this actual situation, what would have happened is, I mean, if if the chicken wire is really as durable as MacGyver claims, that it would have just broken the luggage carousel. Yeah. It it. Like the the sheep would just stop would have stopped running right and I, I don't know how how sturdy those coat hangers would have hooked onto it either like i, I think that the coat hanger would have bent away sure from the belt before that's true it pulled yeah that if it were through. strong enough yeah but i feel like you know you go to lax and the, the luggage carousel spinning around and there's signs that say don't sit here because you know i'm an idiot so i sit there anyway and yeah. the thing stops moving when i sit on it <laughs> it's like that's enough to stop the thing from moving yeah you know Please don't tell anyone I do that. I, I have a family. <laughs> I have a family. I can't go to prison. <laughs> so they ride out of the baggage claim, and MacGyver makes this kind of like economy class joke, which I feel kind of falls flat a little bit. Yeah, it's it's kind of his uh, no ticket moment. Mm-hmm. But um, it would have been better if he'd played it off like a little bit subtly, like as he's walking away. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, economy class as they're leaving. But yeah. instead he's like, economy class. And, and no one responds. Yeah. Like no one, there's like no chattering like yeah. of like, oh, economy, like, like no one, like, it would have been funnier if like, they go, like, if people started nodding, like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how it is. It's like, oh, okay, I see. I understand now. Uh, but uh, the next act opens up with Stepan in, uh, at the head of the state security, which I guess is a branch of the KGB in this, in this instance, it's part of the KGB. Oh, okay. But it's like a section that handles purely Bulgaria sure. issues. So they call it, they call it state security, but um, at some point they do refer to it as the KGB. Yeah. He um, refers to Stepan's car as a KGB car. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his uncle, Stepan's uncle is the one who's in charge of state security for the right. country. And he's telling him about the jewel, you know, Stepan is telling him about his uncle about the jewels. And all of a sudden his uncle gets really upset. And it turns out that the jewels, while you know they they had, you know Stepan had always assumed that they were kind of like cheap or fake because they thought that he was their mother's jewels, right? But it turns out that those are stolen crown jewels from some German aristocratic family that uh, has been part of this basically the, the this skimming that the that the state security is doing. They're 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 stealing artifacts and they're stealing money to kind of finance their own. I would say retirement. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, they have all the money in a Swiss bank account. Yeah, and his uncle makes the point that uh, they work for you know pennies. They don't they don't get paid enough to survive, and so some skimming is necessary. And they're right. making like massive skimming gains. But it's it's pretty clear from the get go that Kai Wolf or Stepan Frolov in this episode is is not a part of the skimming. Right. Because he has as as Terry Hatcher describes it, kind of a crappy apartment. Mm-hmm. Um and he doesn't seem like he's a bad guy really. Right. But unfortunately he is implicated in this because his uncle set up an account for him. Yeah. And he gives him the account number and it's what one seven seven nine? It's yeah, like a four digit like... number. And it's just like really <laughs> there were less than ten thousand 
Swiss bank, bank accounts. accounts at this yeah, time? Yeah, there aren't that many. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> um, and they, they I think he, he said, he value, we were trying to determine the value because he says that the jewels are worth 700,000 leva. Leva, yeah. Which which we determined to be like just like a couple somewhere in the neighborhood of a half million dollars, about $500,000 at yeah, the time. At the time. Um which most of that is returned to them immediately at the <laughs> airport. So yeah. the only thing that's still outstanding is this ring. Right. Which I mean even if it was worth half of everything is only $250,000, which is like, you know, that's a nice house, and they're saying that yeah. that's going to keep their their whole state state operations afloat. Yeah, it, it it seems like one of those things that you would probably want to let go, but they're not willing to let it go. Yeah, they. I think they. That's the reason that we're we're speaking in in leva here is because we don't want people to do the math and figure out that's not really that much money. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why they're so upset. So, uh, Stepan then reveals also that uh, that they have an informant. That they had been following in the underground, which turns out to be the same guy that MacGyver talked to. Right. Uh, so their plan is to bring him in to see what he might know. So now the uh, Penny Parker and MacGyver's schemes are sort of intersecting in this. The stolen jewelry is being followed up by their they're going after the guy that gave MacGyver the microfilm. Right. They're unrelated, but now they are related. Uh, back at the park, then that's MacGyver. I guess MacGyver's plan was to go and maybe seek the help of the underground to try to make his escape. Right. The, so he returned to go find Barak. It's his only Bulgarian contact. ally, really. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, Barak is kind of like leads him into this little tool shed out in the park, and MacGyver then immediately takes one of Terry Hatcher's earrings and uh, picks his handcuffs. Right. Because at this point he's gotten he's gotten enough of an earful that he's like, okay, I cannot be handcuffed to her anymore. And I love I love her reaction when he starts bending it, because uh, she like like kind of scoffs at him, and she goes, he's forced to tell her, I'll get you another one. Yeah. Because um, she's obviously very materialistic. They do have kind of an adorable like sibling relationship here. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like his little sister, and like she constantly wants to tell him about stuff, and he's just like, "Okay, yeah, right, I right, got it." Right. And he'll just interrupt her like mid sentence, like, "Okay, never mind, sorry, I asked." Mm-hmm. And so, it's it's a fun chemistry. I'm not surprised you brought her back. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I can't remember what their plan is from here. I think they're they're Burke just tells them to follow him. I don't know where he was planning to take him. I guess to some a safer location sure than the than the tool shed at the park yeah um and they're immediately swarmed up on by the police who are out looking for burak well before that um i think the plan was uh, this is where she where she reveals that oh yeah my my boyfriend's name is stepan frolov and then he's like mm. stepan frolov the nephew of the guy running the state department and and then MacGyver's like, "Oh, you said it was a guy with a government job. Like yeah. he didn't—he didn't specify the worst possible person is the one after you." It's like saying the president. It's like yeah. Yeah, and they explain to um, Anton that the jewels have mostly been returned, with the exception of this ring, and she doesn't think it's worth that much. But he explains exactly what it is. These are the mm-hmm. crown jewels of Hanover, and they've been stolen, and they're worth a lot of money. And right. Stepan's not going to stop trying to get them back. And then MacGyver. Let's Anton know that the microfilm was taken off of him at the airport, along with their passports, um, and that they're probably now in Stepan's apartment. Right. Because um, he took everything that he got from them, and he still had it in the apartment, and doesn't even know he has the microfilm. Mm-hmm. So at this point, uh, you know, the police swarm swarm on them. 
Barak is is an older man. He's not able to get away, but MacGyver and Penny run over to the carousel and hop in and find get into like the center room where the controls are. Right. And the so, part that doesn't spin. The, the part, yeah, exactly. And uh, so MacGyver starts the carousel up while the the soldiers and is and Fro, uh, Steppen's on there too, right? He's on, I think he's, he is. He's on yeah, the carousel yeah. Too. Because he gets thrown off. Yeah, so MacGyver starts it up and it starts spinning, but then he he pushes the lever to like into the red, which is like, oh no, um, and uh, the so, seven hundred thousand lever. <laughs> the seven hundred thousand lever. <laughs> uh, and uh, of course, the carousel starts like speeding up faster and faster. And it it doesn't quite get to like epic strangers on a train proportions, but it's right. going real quick. Yeah, yeah, it's dangerous it, speed. Yeah, it's it's. It's definitely faster than you'd want. Yeah. And so faster then, than it should be possible to yeah, move Yeah, yeah, or the motor shouldn't be allowed to spin that fast. Maybe that's how you clean it. You just put it Yeah, you just crank. Mode. It's like throwing your oven on, like, self-clean. <laughs> um, then MacGyver takes, like, there's, like, a box of, like, rings. Like, metal like metal rings. You know, like carnies have. Yeah, yeah, they have rings. I don't know what they're for, but they're there. They're for gypsies to swindle people. You know the ring trick? Where they go like, oh, is this your ring? And then they try and give you a, a ring, and then they expect you to tip them, but the ring is worth nothing. Oh. So if you're ever in a foreign country and a gypsy woman comes up to you and says, oh, I think you dropped this ring, and you didn't drop a ring, and it looks like it's real gold, and you feel tempted to tip her, don't, because the ring is worth like 40 cents, and even if you give her a dollar, yeah, you're losing you're money. losing out. I've never, I've never heard of this trick. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's gaining popularity. I forget where I heard about it. It was huh. like... Some cracked article about like the five most common tricks that get played on tourists or something like that. Jeez. You're not safe anywhere. Um, MacGyver takes these rings and dumps them into the gearing system of the carousel. And it's. Slams to a halt. Yeah, it just slams to a halt. Yeah. And uh, the, guy, the poor guys are like flying and hitting the horses and flying yeah. off the edge. They're and, bouncing all over the place on this thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty rough. And so it, they're they're like discombobulated enough that MacGyver and and Penny Parker can just run out the door and leave. Right, right. And none of these people are capable of following them because they're too dizzy or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, I imagine just like the the impact alone, but also just being severely dizzy. From yeah. Running. I mean, even when I ride the carousel at Disneyland, when I get off. There's that kind of like wiggly, disorienting. Yeah, yeah, there's like that wiggly leg kind of moment. Yeah, because it actually goes faster than you might expect. Yeah, especially if you're on the like on the outside. Like that's the true. Outside. It that's makes a difference. That's, the, that's physics. That's uh. <laughs> <laughs> some physics for you. There's our Mac fact for the episode. Yeah. Uh. So MacGyver then and Pen- takes Penny to a restaurant. You know, as you would do. Eating uh, out in the open. Yeah, exactly. Like hiding in plain sight. And they start going over the layout of Steppen's apartment so that MacGyver can infiltrate it. And all the security hurdles that he's going to have to get past. Right, right. None the least of which is armed guards that are walking around the building and a small guard tower somewhere on the premises. So there's a lot. For, and plus he's got a broken wrist. Right. So that there's this. All the while he's wearing the cast. Mm, there's a lot of stuff working against him. No one signed the cast, too. That bothers me. That no one has signed it? Yeah. <laughs> really, you should at least have Penny Parker's autograph. She's probably going to be yeah, famous like, someday. Yeah, I think that would have been a great moment. Like, one of the times, because she, she says I'm sorry many times. It's like, I'm so sorry. Want me to sign your cast? <laughs> <laughs> I do like that, uh, the comment they have back and forth when, when she's like, 
well, you should be really mad at me. Well, I got you detained, and they took all of your things, and they took your passport. And he's like, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then she's like, well, you should be really upset. And he's like, okay, I'm mad. And then she's like, well, you didn't have to tell me. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like now he's apologizing for all the trouble she's gotten him into. Yeah, she she is a master of manipulation. Yeah. But in this scene is like this really touching moment where MacGyver tells tells her that you say what you think and you do what you say that's not such a bad policy in my book maybe yeah which i I think it's a nice moment and it also kind of in a way reveals what the writers had planned for the character Mm -hmm. which is like she can seem a little bit bubble-headed at times but for the most part she's she's not really an idiot she makes some smart decisions in this episode and she also is very forthcoming even with people that could be conceived as her enemies right like she's she's really honest and genuine in everything that she does and i mean she she did try and slide these jewels off on somebody but she just did it because that guy was around and she had a feeling he was going to take the jewels back and she felt like she deserved them it wasn't like she was trying to steal them or be a thief (laughs) and she didn't have the jewels in mind when she started her relationship with this guy right so but yeah I, i thought it was a nice moment and i think it tells a lot about who penny parker is supposed to be for for us in the meantime, uh, Barak is being tortured. Uh, we, eh, it's it's one of those like torture scenes where they're just like throwing buckets of water on him. Yeah. And you just assume like it's probably like a combination of like ice cold and scalding hot water. Sure. Um, uh, and he, Barak is unwilling to talk until they they he realizes that they they know where his family. Is. Yeah, they have pictures of his sister and of his his nephew, mm-hmm. um, and then they say, "Oh, he looks like he could be a good soccer player. It'd be really hard with broken legs or something Ugh. like that." Yeah, it's so. it's really harsh. And poor Stepan, he like he he's not he's not into all of this. Yeah, he's kind of being forced into these harsh interrogation tactics. And yeah. I I don't think, you know, if he hadn't spoken, I don't think they even would have gone after the guy's family. Mm-hmm. I think it was just to get the information. Um, I don't think that that Stepan would have even followed through on any of these threats if the guy hadn't talked. Yeah. But um, obviously, it's enough for for Anton to sort of break down and realize I have to reveal some of this information. Um, he doesn't explain everything that he knows. He just basically says that these two came to him handcuffed together, mm-hmm. um, and he says, "American, very pretty." I think his name was MacGyver. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't actually know MacGyver's name. He knows Penny's name, he, or first name. Yeah. But he he claims not to know MacGyver's name, which whether or not he knows it is unclear. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he says Penny. I didn't get a last name, and then they say, well, Stepan already knows MacGyver's name, right. and then I, I'm, it's not really clear how he already knew that. Oh, I guess it's because they took passport. the passports yeah. and everything. And so, a lot of this information is information that they don't really need because they're already after MacGyver and Penny. Yeah. But now they know that it's not just the jewels that they need to get back to protect because their own Because it would be a crazy coincidence if she took the jewels and just happened to bump into a spy who had this microfilm. Right. And so now they're convinced that they're in cahoots this whole time, even though they weren't. Mm-hmm. And so now Stepan's upset because he thinks this girl was a spy the whole time and that she was only dating him because she needed information. Right. And so now, now the plan is not only to recover the jewels but they need to recover this microfilm, which will expose their entire operation. Right. Their, their skimming operation. Yeah. Because apparently the, their higher-ups don't know that they're doing it. Yeah, Stepan doesn't even really know yeah. everything. Like, his his uncle was really vague with him about the details of these jewels being stolen. He's like, oh, it doesn't matter now. All that matters is that we get this stuff back before we all go to prison. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he even at one point says to Stepan, like, 
yeah, if this information gets out, we're not going to, this isn't going to be like, we're sent off to the gulags. This is like, you're going to have a blindfold and a cigarette in the courtyard and they're going to shoot us. Uh, so, but, I don't, but I don't smoke. Yeah. <laughs> you smoke this cigarette until you die. We're killing you with cancer. Uh, the, the next act opens up with MacGyver climbing in the window, but he's talking about dominoes. Yeah. He was like, he was like, it's it's like a game of dominoes. One wrong move and it all falls down. It's like that's not how you play dominoes. Yeah. The, I mean that's how you play with dominoes when you're just knocking dominoes over. But yeah. the game of dominoes, they've already fallen over. Yeah. <laughs> that is how you play them. Yeah, they fall over before you start the game. Uh, and MacGyver is breaking into Stepan's apartment via window. Like right. Because he, he climbed up the side of the yeah, building. Yeah, he had to scale the outside one armed somehow. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty rough. And, and it's, he no sooner gets into the apartment that he hears knocking at the door, and it's Penny. Yeah, who just walked right in because yeah. the guy at the door knows her. Mm-hmm. And presumably at this point already knows that Stepan's looking for her and is contacting Stepan to let yeah, him know, hey, I mean, that girl you were looking for is in your apartment right now. Uh, and, uh, you know, and MacGyver's like, how did, you, how did you get past the guards? And he's like, oh, they know me. And, like, and before that, he says, how did you get out of the restaurant? And yeah. she's like, oh, I climbed out the window of the bathroom. He's like, of course, why do I ask? <laughs> and, like, when he asked why, he's like, well, like, after you left, all these guys kept coming up to me and buying me drinks. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I, I was just, they were getting way too flirtatious, so I snuck out of the bathroom to come and meet you here. How else were you going to find me? Mm-hmm. But um, then she realizes the fault in her plan, that now the doorman knows she's there, so pretty soon Stepan's going to know she's there. Right. And uh, that's exactly what they didn't want. Right. But Stepan doesn't usually come home for work till really late. Right. But by the time she shows up, MacGyver has already found um, the microfilm. Right. He's in micro, but no passports still. Right. That's when uh, we hear footsteps coming up the door and Penny realizes, oh, he usually doesn't come home early except this at this except at this moment. Yeah. And so MacGyver sort of gestures for both of them to hide in the kitchen. But at the last minute, she decides, no, you know what? I'm going to confront him because... That's not really what I'm about. I don't, like, hide on people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then MacGyver sets about making the most complicated smoke cake ever. Yeah, the, the, this plan in the kitchen, well, Penny's outside distracting Stepan. Like, Stepan's really casual about it, too. It's like, he, he was like, I was hoping you wouldn't be here. Yeah. Uh, and he's just trying to talk to her. And you can you can hear bits of their conversation yeah. from the kitchen. And, it comes and there's accusations him. going both ways. Like, right, right. Like, but, you know, she's accusing him of of being a thief and yeah. he's accusing her of being a spy. Right. And he even says something like, like, how did we get messed up in all this Penny? And meanwhile, in the kitchen, MacGyver's like, yeah, seriously, how yeah. did that happen? Uh, MacGyver starts whipping up this. First he makes, he puts, there's, yeah, there's two inventions going on yeah. here. There's the one that he takes the, the gas line off of the stove. Mm-hmm. He runs it out the window over like a baking tray. Um, and the point of that is, is to, trigger an explosion that will catch the eye of guards downstairs right make it appear that the building's on fire right um, but but the trigger involves lard and oven crystals right like oven cleaning crystals yeah and i don't i, I don't know how that works yeah it's not clear what's actually igniting this because i mean the would the lard and the crystals explode together over I, time like there's gas running over them but it just doesn't seem like something that would ignite yeah, unless, like, they start getting really, really hot together. 
Which I mean, but, the 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 gas from the stove isn't already heated; it's just gas. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like the lard, the lard and the oven crystals would have to get hot enough to ignite. ignite. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't, I don't know where that's coming from. Yeah. And his other plan involved uh, using tile cleaner, soap, and rat poison, in, a, in just in just basically, I guess, just making a chemical fog. Right. And which, which if the point isn't to poison someone, which it doesn't seem to be, like he doesn't yeah. seem like he's trying to kill him. It seems like he's literally just trying to make smoke. Mm-hmm. Then I think you you had made the point that it serves the same purpose as just throwing a rag in the oven or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, although at this point maybe the oven's not working because the gas line's been yeah, pulled that's off. That's true. Of it. If only if only I had not unplugged the gas already. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I mean, technically throwing a rag in the oven could have caused both things because it would have caused smoke and it would have caused the fire right exactly and and the the fake smoke you know macgyver comes out letting his 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 little experiment simmer and confronts Stepan as well right and tries to uh tries to reason with him a little bit in in hopes that he doesn't have to to fight his way out of here and but Stepan's pretty unrelenting and and doesn't trust them fully yet and that's when he sees the smoke coming out of the kitchen and he rushes over, Stepan rushes over to it, and I just, oh, God, that smoke's got to be so bad for you, because it's rat poison and cleanser. Yeah, and it's, it's got to be super toxic. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, my God, that's, that's a horrible thing. Wait, it's like, <laughs> it's mustard gas, essentially. Yeah, and then he's basically running into the kitchen to try and solve the issue himself, mm-hmm. instead of, like, accepting it as a distraction. Like, yeah. he's, like, worried that his crappy apartment is going to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And uh, he knocks Steppen, who's now coughing, knocks him out. Yeah, and, and leaves him in this toxic smoke-filled yeah. room. <laughs> and then they run out of the building. It's like he set off a bug bomb in there and just threw him in there. Yeah. Uh, that's when the the gas line ignites, and that sends a shoot, flame shooting outside, which attracts all the police and stuff from outside who are waiting outside to come in. And MacGyver tells Penny to... Uh, MacGyver tells Penny to put on a robe... So that they can kind of blend in with the the tenants who are also fleeing because the fire alarm's going off, and so everyone's running out of the building. And if they see like two people running in normal clothes, street clothes, yeah, they'd probably be more inclined to stop them versus people in their nighttime attire. But MacGyver's not necessarily wearing any nighttime clothes. Yeah, he just throws a bathrobe over himself, which yeah. is what he tells Penny to do. But it turns out Penny had time to completely change out of her clothes. Yeah, she actually had a bathrobe at Stepan's apartment. Yeah, for herself. But she also can ch- changes out of her outfit into a nighty. Yeah. And then throws like the silk robe over that. Yeah. And MacGyver's like, bathrobe. I said a bathrobe. And she's <laughs> like, this is the nicest one I have. Like totally missing the point of mm-hmm. it. And uh, they they hop into Stepan's car. Which and- is a great juxtaposition of her like not understanding what he wants, but then also being a genius. Because yeah. they get to Stepan's car and he's like, oh, I'm going to have to hotwire. And she's like, maybe not. And she just hands him the keys like they're on the dresser. Yeah, I was thinking ahead. Right, where did you where did you have those keys? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they they steal the car, and so now they're they're making their getaway, and Stepan is really on the ball. Like he he's he's working with, uh, like I guess like departmental police. Yeah. Like in they said, so here's the circle. He knew how much gas was in his car. He says. They're going to run out of gas anywhere in this circle, so just start posting... He's like, you guys check here or here. I'm going to follow up on a, on a theory I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knew that they would be heading to the border, and that Greece was going to be the closest border. He, he's like, he's really working 
working hard to to put this situation to rest. He's like, he's a good. And it seems like he would rather be handling them himself. Yeah. So he he figured out probably exactly where they were going to go, yeah, and then told everybody else to go the other way, so that he would have the chance to encounter them first and try and defuse things if he could. Right, because no, Stefan does not want anyone to die. He doesn't want any. He doesn't want these secrets to get out because he's going to be implicated in this mess. Yeah. But he he also has genuine feelings for Penny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have anything for MacGyver, but I don't think he wants to see anyone just killed right off the bat. Yeah. And so Penny, they're running out of gas, MacGyver and Penny. Yeah. And MacGyver knows that they can't just go to a fuel station. In and, a KGB car, he says. Yeah. So Penny says, oh, I know a place that we can go. And it turns out to be Stefan. I keep saying Stefan with an F. I feel like um, she kind of switches back and forth in the episode a little bit. She doesn't always call him Stefan. Sometimes she says Stefan. Really? I think there's okay. a couple times where it seems like it. I mean, his name is supposed to be Stefan, but it does yeah. seem like he gets called Stefan a couple times. And then MacGyver ends up just calling him Steve a few times. Yeah, which seems really... Like, I know MacGyver gives people nicknames, yeah. but that's like, I would call him, like, Steps, or... Well, Step- Steve is, is sort of the American translation right, of, right. of Steppen. It, it just it just seems weird. It, yeah. seems, it seems really... Uh, a little too casual. Yeah. And it... But it turns out the place that Penny wanted them to go to was Steppen's uncle's place out in the yeah, woods. Yeah, Petrovich's apartment. Yeah, Petrovich's And uh, she says that because they go ATVing in, like motorcycle riding and stuff around the yeah. area so they have gas in cans there but the can is gone because she forgot that, that Stepan went... needed to refill it yeah so the can's not there it's cans all probably actually in his car uh, yeah that's true <laughs> it could be empty too uh and so but then she remembers that they have a barn with a tractor and they probably have fuel for the tractor there right then there's a great line there where she's like oh there's a machine that they use to plow the fields and everything and then macgyver looks at her and he's like a tractor (laughs) (laughs) and she's not insulted at all by this pronunciation of tractor she's like yeah that's it those use gas sometimes right (sighs) yeah yeah Yeah. sometimes well uh, sometimes they use diesel i think more often than not they use diesel (laughs) yeah so it's probably not going to be the best unless you're making the getaway on the tractor or maybe this is a diesel car. We don't know. That's true. It could be a diesel car. But as soon as they open the front door to leave, like, <laughs> there's Stefan, like, surprise, right at the door. Yeah, she's uh, like, you're not going to hurt us, or you're not mad at us, are you? <laughs> he's like, why? Because you ruined my life and stole my car. <laughs> uh, basically humiliated him. Yeah. And uh, so uh, at this point, like, you know, Stefan's telling him to, to come outside and as soon as they get inside, there's another big surprise reveal of the uncle who comes yeah. out from behind like a hutch. But it's also just the two of them. It's just Stepan and Petrov, and that's it. <laughs> Petrov. Petrovich. Petrovich. It's funny. I, the reason I called him Petrov is because Kai Wolf actually played a character named Petrov on uh, a soap opera for a number of years. Oh, really? So it's just funny that his uncle in this is named Petrovich. And I just remembered it from his IMDb, and I keep saying Petrov instead of Petrovich because of it. That's fine. Yeah. It's a, it's like, it's like, basically they both have the same idea of, they think, okay, they're going to go to the, the cabin out in the woods. Right. So Petrovich drove separately and, and it's on, at some point, like Stepan comes, comes to terms with the fact that, uh, his uncle's the bad guy. His uncle's the bad guy. He's going to kill Penny. Uh, MacGyver again, doesn't really care about, but Penny he does. Yeah. And 
so uh, the uncle tells him that you know that no one's going to come here yet. I told everyone to wait ten minutes before they come here. So yeah, can... uh, he kind of tricks his uncle into revealing that he's like, "Oh, where are your men? I don't want any witnesses." And he's like, "Ah, now you're thinking like a professional." Right. Uh, and he's like, "Yeah, my, my guys are really far away. <laughs> they couldn't get here. You know, if I like called them in a case of an emergency, they wouldn't get here in time before you could knock me out or something." In case <laughs> that's why you're asking. It's a good thing. It's a good thing you're standing behind me. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing we are on the same team, right? Right. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh? Good, good old buddy. Isn't that right, Quail? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out uh, Kai Wolf is also a geometric rarity. Yeah, uh, he he tries to he tries to just knock his uncle out, but it doesn't work, and so MacGyver is forced to step in and kind of like they, they step in, they step in, step in, and step in, uh, uh, and uh, but stepping managed to get like the final blow to knock his uncle out. Right, and uh, he decides to leave with them. And they take, uh, this time, the general's car. Right. Um, uh, and then, do does do they just leave uh, the car that Steppen drove up? Yeah, they, they leave, they, well, because it's presumably low or maybe even... Oh, no, the, I, don't, I don't mean Steppen's car. I mean whatever car Steppen came to them, them with. Oh, that's Cause true. Because you're saying they came in separate cars. I thought they came in the same car and that Steppen knew his uncle was outside. No, see, I don't think he... I, don't, I feel that I, Steppen didn't know his uncle was outside. Okay. Then, yeah, if they took two separate cars, then there should be three cars outside, and they right. took the general's car to leave. And Stepan, like, now is on their side. He says, I'm going to leave with you. I could even pay for I got the Swiss bank account. I can live forever. Yeah. <laughs> Off the stolen money. Off of 1779, or whatever it was. Was it's that actually, the number? Yeah, I think it was 1779. Yeah. But it's also, like, <laughs> that was actually the balance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's 1779 Leva in there. Well, that's a lot of money over there. And so they, they, they start trying to make their getaway, heading towards the border, and... Uh, the, but the police, the police show up in their squad cars, and they're apparently much faster than the general's car. So it's only a matter of time before they actually catch them before they reach the border. Yeah. And while they're up on the highway, they encounter this water truck, you know, making a, some kind of water delivery up up in the mountains somewhere. It almost looked like it was actually supposed to be to clean the roads, because okay. it had one of those things that sprays on the back of it. Yeah, that could be. Because I know they in in France they do that like every morning at like four o'clock in the morning these trucks go up and down the streets and spray this like odorized water in the streets macgyver there's a really great set of stunts now and um macgyver tells penny to take the wheel and to get them closer to the truck and it's actually richard dean anderson who climbs up out onto the hood of the car yeah and like the car is moving which now this is the second episode in a row that we've had this happen with with macgyver on the hood of a car Mm -hmm. it looks like probably the same stretch of road actually which i'm guessing they had this this section of this downhill road blocked off for a day's shoot or a couple days shoot and decided to knock out the stunt for both of these episodes Yeah, probably the best idea yeah and so but yeah enemy within we have the same situation where he's fixing the brake line from above the car uh and then macgyver jumps to the back of the truck from the car and starts coming up with this plan of using the diesel exhaust from the truck and mixing it with the water to kind of create like an oil slick. Yeah, because his explanation seems a little overcomplicated. Yeah, it, it, it he's saying the hydrocarbons from the exhaust are immiscible and yeah, that, and, it, and all this other stuff. But essentially what he's saying is this exhaust has oil in it and when I plug it into the water that this car or this truck is spraying on the road that it will become oil and water so it's yeah. slippery. I, I I think just the water would probably be enough. 
Uh, yeah, like depending dumping, on the speed they're moving, yeah. Yeah, because like they're 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 giving pretty good chase, and they're just dumping. If they just started dumping loads of water, but oil is a popular spy move. For yeah, spraying something. I, I I mean I don't know. I just don't feel that the diesel exhaust would have enough oil in it. Cause that's, sure. That seems like there'd be they would need they would need a lot to start. Well, maybe you know this up. is like mid '80s still, so exhaust oh. could be real bad. <laughs> that's why the ozone layer hole is there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so MacGyver like plugs a hose into the exhaust pipe and then plugs it into the water pipes and then just starts spilling water out all over the road. He has Penny drive around to the side first, you know, so that yeah, they so don't that get they're not up. getting slipped up. And then from there he jumps, jumps back, back onto to the, the car. car. And then there's amazing like vehicle stunt where like the cars are kind of sliding out of control and one comes to a stop, but then the other squad car just comes and launches launches off the oh back of gosh, it. It's, it's so pretty great. awesome looking. Yeah, and it rolls and rolls and flips and then finally lands upright. And it's just, how do you how do you get that like on purpose? Yeah, like yeah. it must have just landed upright and they go perfect. That's couldn't Cut, be any print. better. That was like their eighth take. Yeah, um, and apparently everyone lived through that. Apparently, like, like the, the Petrovich gets out without a scratch. And goes, yeah, everybody's fine, um, but the cars are demolished. And uh, but they don't even drive. They don't drive through the border patrol. They actually like drive out. And they're the next scene. They're walking, aren't they? Yeah, like they're out in a field, and they're they're just gonna cross under the border, because and again, this is what the fourth, fifth time now that we've escaped from behind the iron curtain. Yeah. And this time, it's literally just a fence post, like With out in the middle of a wire. field. Yeah, it's like they could just climb over it. It's definitely the easiest of all of their right. border crossing situations, but they're getting into Greece now. Yeah, they're getting into Greece, and but they're immediately stopped by border patrol. So maybe maybe the fence is enough. Because they have so much. It's patrols. heavily guarded, sure. Uh, and uh, you know, so this jeep pulls up and says, "Do you wish to enter Greece? Let me see your passports." And of course, they don't have them. Yeah. Uh, but that's when Penny recognizes the border patrol officer as Constantine, and he's all, oh, "Penny, Penny Parker." And then Stepan turns to MacGyver and just says, "Every time she smiles." Yeah, it's such a great button. Yeah, to it, the, it to is the a episode. good ending. And I and I, I've told you before I I do like the title for this episode a lot I feel like it's a little bit more poetic than a lot of the ones we've gotten uh, too often it's just like the thing you know yeah. the heist the escape the this mm-hmm. and the golden triangle or something like that yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I just like it better when it like actually has some thematic relevance to the episode and and I think that even just the essence of the title says a lot about who she is as yeah. a character. But but, also, well, it also kind of says more negatively about her character that she knows all these guys all over the place i don't think it says anything negative about her character i think it says something negative about all the guys because <laughs> oh, it's just true. like oh we're all just so susceptible to this that's yeah. it's our own bad but it's like she it's, it's pretty clear from this episode that she doesn't have any negative intention like she's not trying to like work an angle on all these guys to like try and trick herself that, into that's Greece. True, that's true. It's like just a coincidence. And I think she's actually happy to see Constantine. Mm-hmm. And I think like she'd probably have a great time the rest of the day hanging out with him. I don't think she's just being like, Oh, I know you, so you're gonna let us get away. It's kind of like she's genuinely excited to yeah. see him. So it couldn't have worked out better for them. Right, really. exactly. But uh, I really like this episode actually. Yeah, I I it's it's an episode where like I guess there are kind of two villains. Like you, you could say that Stepan is kind of the antagonist, but he, yeah, in, in a way, he, he's giving he's giving chase to them, but he's really not the bad guy. Yeah, he's almost trying to take care of them by chasing them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like if he doesn't get to them first, they'll be they'll be killed. 
And he's obviously a smart guy if he keeps catching up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Petrovich is definitely the villain here because he's involved in all this corrupt State Department stuff going on. But he's also kind of keeping his own nephew in the dark about how much they're stealing exactly. Because right. he knows that Stepan's kind of a good guy and that it, he might not buy into it. Right. That's probably why they put his name on the Swiss bank accounts because it's like, we Insurance. need something over his head. Otherwise, yeah. he's going to turn on us. That's it. Awful, awful thing to do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this episode's good. I really like it. Um, I'm excited to see more Penny Parker. Yeah, I'm. Uh, fortunately, I know one of the Penny Parker appearances is a flashback episode. Oh, okay. Like not not that she's she's not in. I mean, I think she's part of the flashbacks, but it's an episode where like MacGyver is at a party and she's there. Yeah, it's his and, birthday party, right? Yeah, I think it's Friends yeah. season two. And it's just like, oh, remember this thing? And it's like, oh, you know. So, her her one of her appearances is at least not so not so impressive but there are some other ones later that are really crazy yeah like she inherits like this old mansion the parker house yeah, yeah, yeah oh my gosh it's such a weird episode yeah the ghostbusters episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, 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 i can't wait for that one yeah um and uh but yeah she's definitely like classic macgyver character up there with uh you know jack dalton yeah so yeah i think we, we don't get in this first season yeah there's, there's I, no I, no bruce mcgill in here oh my goodness it's like all of, there's so much MacGyver that I've seen. It's all just blurs together yeah. in my head. I it seems crazy that there's no Jack Dalton up front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, for someone who's going to be such an important character yeah. uh, to not have him in there yet. Because we got Pete. So that's what's a good thing. Yeah. We got Pete and we got, uh, we got his grandfather in this first season. And in, in this whole first season, there's actually no mention of the Phoenix Foundation either. Right. It's not going to come around until season two. But... Um... We'll get there, folks. Don't yeah. worry. Our show's named after something. <laughs> we, we didn't just pick You're going to have to take our word for it right now, because obviously none of you are watching ahead. Right, <laughs> you, right. You are not allowed to watch any <laughs> episodes. You've never seen MacGyver until this moment. <laughs> yeah. So I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on uh, Twitter. Our handle is at Opening Gambit, all one word. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast. And, uh, again, our, our regular website is phoenixfoundationpodcast.com. And if you're enjoying the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. And uh, tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 1, Episode 17, To Be a Man. To Be a Man. To Be a Man. The episode which always leaves me singing songs for Mulan <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> to be a man. Something and something, something. I should have looked at the lyrics before no, I started. that's fine. You're doing great. That's good. (laughs) So uh, stay tuned for that. I think you're going to dig it. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you.